Welcome to the Cross the Line Podcast. My name is Carlos Smith, and I have another special guest with me today. She is the owner of the Hot Dog Cafe here in Lyman, South Carolina. And right now, I'm sitting with Miss Debbie Bishop. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Oh, thank you for having us. I'm happy to be here with you. Um, just starting out, can you tell us how 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 did this business come about? Um, well, we had found out through a, a family member that the previous owner was going to sell, and um, we just decided that. Uh, for our future that um, we just needed something to, to make sure that we could make it through our retirement. So um, we made an offer and he accepted and so that's how we got into it. Okay, so how, how do you know how long it was? Well, how long have you guys actually had it and then how long was it before you? Okay. I've had it four years now. I've only been working full time here two years because I still had a, a previous job. And so I tried to uh, run it and run it work that job but then uh, I took an early retirement okay. and decided to come you know and take care of my own business um, the guy before me had it eight years and I think the person before him had it for like 15 oh wow so it's the hot dog cafe's been around for a while oh, okay were you, were you always in the restaurant industry even though you weren't in this business at first were you still in the restaurant industry, or what kind of work were you doing? No, the closest I ever came to any of that, I sold popcorn when I was a teenager at the movie theater. Oh, wow. And that's all the experience I've had. So when when you started, um, you, you said that you took it from another business. How, and you kind of backed into it, what, what would you say is the difference between kind of building a business from the ground up as opposed to getting one that's already been up and running? Uh-huh. I think it would be a lot harder to start from scratch. You know, he had pretty much everything and could tell me, you know, what we needed to do. You know, I didn't have to start from scratch. He had some equipment and, you know, I just bought the, the whole business from him. Mm-hmm. And of course, you, know, you learn a lot, even though, you know, it was up, up and running, I still had to learn a lot about um, licensing and, and tax and all this kind of stuff that nobody ever tells you. You just kind of learn on your own. Right. You were, you were telling me that your husband also has his own business. Well, did he have, was was he able to kind of help you, give you some business points on, on some things that, that you can do? Oh, yeah. He helps out a lot and tells me, you know, um, gives me a lot of good hints and mm-hmm. stuff. So. It's, a lot of people don't like to go after what they really love to do because of fear. Did you, were you kind of fearful of of going ahead and taking this business or since it was already kind of successful or successful business or is it more were you have more comfortable with going ahead and, and taking that leap of faith um well i think i was comfortable in that i still had a job mm-hmm. you know and so it made it a little easier for me to, to make that decision because i knew i had something to fall back on should this not um, follow through you know, right but, did you have to kind of get some of the people that were previously working here? Did, did they come come along with them, stay in the business, or did they find other jobs? Or did they? Um, the, the people originally had um, stayed for a while. Okay. And with this with this business, you have a lot of turnover. So, mm-hmm. You know, they kind of helped. You know, I didn't know anything about restaurant business, so I had some good employees to start with that, that helped out a whole lot. Were you, were you guys always in this area, or was it another? No, we were on 292 for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where uh, the previous owner was for all those years. Um, but the landlord sold out. He sold to Dollar General. So we had to move, and we luckily found this place to, to rent. So. 
What would you say is the hardest part of running a business? Um, the first part of running a business or this business, the hardest part is having good employees. Mm -hmm. uh, restaurants is a lot of turnover, a lot of turnover. And, um, you know, nobody's going to take care of your stuff or your business the way you are. Mm -hmm. And so just finding employees that are willing to, to work and stick it out and go by the rules. And Do you find it kind of hard, like you were saying, because... The restaurant being a business owner, do you find it hard not to be so hands-on or are you always engaged and hands-on with the daily operations that go on? Um, I try not to. Right. I try to stay downstairs as much as possible mm -hmm. and do, you know, all the paperwork, but I make it up here. And if I ever come up here, I don't go downstairs for, right. you know, a long time. So it's, it's easy to want to be in the center of everything. Mm -hmm. is, it, is it kind of stressful for you or... Or do you ever worry that, you know, when people work for you, it's kind of like, to, to some degree, that their livelihoods are in your hands where they're depending on uh, keeping the business running? Yeah, kind like, of holidays, you know, I worry about holidays, you know, do they want to work, do they not want to work? Some, sometimes they'll say, you know, Miss Debbie, please don't close, you know, we don't need, um, you know, time off because they had rather be paid. And so, you know, with my husband's business and my business, you know, we know that we'll be okay, but then you have to worry about the people that, that work for you. Mm -hmm. What do you, how, what do you like to do in your spare time to kind of get away from everything and, and relax? What kind of things do you like to do? Um, crafting. My sister and I do a lot of crafting, monogramming and that kind of stuff. And of course, she and I take a day a week and have a girls day out. And uh, so we go to the movies or we go do crafting and we go eat lunch and, you know. What kind of things would you say that, what well, kind of characteristics do you think a, uh, a business owner needs to have to run a successful business? What are those characteristics? You have to be a people person, I think. Mm -hmm. um, you got to have good record skills. You still have to be compassionate, you know, when things happen with, you know, the employees and be understanding and... Uh, and trying to be in the middle, you know, um, not trying to take sides when there's the issues and things. So you have to pull yourself away from that and realize, you know, I can't take sides. One of the other interviews, Mr. Ellie, he also owns a, uh, the hot dog restaurant. He's in the restaurant industry. And um, he talks about, you know, it's another res it's other restaurants around the area from him. But I, and I asked him, are you... Do you, are you helpful with sharing other tips with other business owners that's in the restaurant industry or is it kind of like a competition or do you still like to, you know, reach out to them, get some advice and also let them give you some advice? Are you, are you um, well, I know I, I don't really do a whole lot with another hot dog place, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I have with other, other restaurants that I go to, you know, and knowing the managers or the owners or whatever. Um different people I, I talk to and, and then when I find out something that because uh, my brother-in-law has a business and so you know I would call him and tell him hey I just found this out you know just want to make sure you knew about it or, or whatever so you, a lot of times we hear that restaurants if they last two or three years if they can make it past two or three years and they're a successful business what was that point for you where you knew that 
this business was here to stay? Or did you know you had something actually in this business? Um, well, it was real scary when we moved because, I mean, we had a, a pretty good business there. Of course, our, our location there was a lot smaller, mm -hmm. um, you know, then we moved here. And with it being so big and on a different road and everything, you know, um, after we moved here a couple months after uh, seeing that we had more customers than we had at the other places. When you talk about location, is it is it important to, to find a location that's kind of busy with a lot of traffic? That way people can stop in or, or are you just trying to find somewhere to, you know, just keep it busy going? Well, I think, you know, you have to worry about who your um, customers are going to be. Um, see, at the other place, it was more the landfill. Now, Saturdays were our biggest days. We moved here, and there's a lot of plants, you know, up and down this highway. So they come in for lunch, you know, so every day is pretty much a busy day. What would you say to anybody that wants to start a business, Not and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the restaurant industry, what would you say is the blueprint to running a business? Hmm. Just have your plan and decide what you want to do and um, just research. Mm -hmm. What's the most fulfilling part for you for having your business? Um, I would say the customers. I, I love meeting the customers and talking to the customers. That That's what I like to do the most. And my husband does too, you know, that we go around from table to table, you know, talking to them. and. Mm -hmm. um, course being successful you know is a big part absolutely and, and your husband is he is he is he still in the restaurant industry or is he, he, he have a, something? no he's uh, a forklift mechanic he has his own business okay so but he's also our chili maker okay and what was who would you say were your um i would want to say mentors because I think everybody can have a mentor, somebody they, they go to, a go-to person that gives them some kind of advice. Who would you say were your mentors growing up or just once you got your business, who were some of your mentors, people that gave you some great advice? Um, of course, my husband. Mm -hmm. um, and then I share a lot with my sister. You know, she's the sounding board and, you know, I go to her. And then, like I said, there's other people that I know in the restaurant business that I've been able to go talk to them and, you know, they help me and then um, I try to help you know others if they've got questions. Do you, is this business something that you would look to pass down to your family or or, it is, or at some point just hang it up or is it something that you want to pass down for generations? Um, if we decide to, to make it that long, if our health um, stays good, um, yeah, we would like to pass it down you know, to a family member. And, they want it. Yeah, so what's um when people leave from here, what, what would you say is something that you want them to take away from leaving the hot dog cafe? Um, that they had a good experience, they had a good meal, they had a reasonably priced meal, and that they enjoyed being here and that it's a family atmosphere. Absolutely. If you could start any other business from scratch, with everything that you know, all the knowledge you have, what what business would you want it to be? Oh. <laughs> I'm not looking to start another business. <laughs> I'm ready for retirement the second time. But, um, probably like a gift store, you know, something for lady, you know, mm -hmm. like a boutique or something. Would you say that 
running the, the Hot Dog Cafe was kind of your true calling, or do you think it was just something that just, you just fell into your lap? It just fell into my lap, but I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband sometimes when he gets frustrated, we all would just say, we all would just no, I'm not ready. Yeah. What would you say is, this is a really tough question, what would you say is, is your ultimate goal? Ultimate goal? Uh, to make a decent living, but not uh, try to be overpriced and, and I want to be fair to my customers. Absolutely. I don't believe in overpricing just to, to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, I, really, I mean, I'm bad about telling my customers now, I'm going to ring it up this way so it'll be cheaper. Mm-hmm. You, know, so, you know, I believe in helping them save money. And then that way, they'll want to keep coming back here. When, that, when you say that, it kind of made me think of like some of the things that I'm actually going through myself with like shooting video and, and those different things. Like, and I, and I talked to some of my mentors about the same thing, about how they started their business. And one of the issues that I brought up was when you're starting out, like I didn't know what to charge people for like videos and everything. And even my t-shirts, I, I started giving these out for free and just doing things just to give them support. But you know, they, like at some point in time, you, you know you're gonna have to make yeah. some kind of money. But how, how do you know, like, how do you know what to like charge and not overprice it? Well, now the prices were already set when I bought it, and so and we have not gone up. Um, my supplier keeps telling me he's getting you've got to go up in prices because you're losing money because of how much meat costs. You know, the cost of meat has gone up, and mm-hmm. so and we know eventually that we'll have to. But a lot of my customers are um, senior citizens and on fixed incomes, and right. you know. You kind of hate to go up on them, you know, mm-hmm. but eventually you've got to. But I'm not out here to gouge anybody, you know. Absolutely, because a lot of places, you know, when things go up, because of course, over time, everything is going up. You know, oh yeah. Unfortunately, but did, did you see a lot of a lot of the people from the from in the past before you owned it? Did a lot of those same loyal customers still come over here once you once you guys took over? Yeah, we've had a lot of uh, customers from our other location come. And um, of course, we picked up a lot of new customers, and you know we're still we're still getting people. That says, I used to go to the other restaurant, but I didn't know where you could move. We just thought y'all had closed down, and so glad we found you. Um, of course, we have a lot of people that's come in. This is their first time. Mm-hmm. They've heard about it, and um, they want to try it out. So I know you. We were talking right before we um, started airing that. Like with social media and put, posting your business on, on social media, you say you, you didn't do too much with it. But do you feel like that will be a key part of bringing in more customers and keeping people engaged with, with social media? How important is do you, would you think that is today for a business? I really, I really <laughs> don't because it hadn't really, I hadn't seen where it's actually hurt me. Right. You know, but it, I mean, I'm sure it probably could help. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we stay pretty busy during the daytime. If I could say, okay, if you come between three and five, you know, yes, that's ma'am. when you want more customers to come and maybe less at 12 o'clock. Yes, ma'am. Last thing, do you have any advice that you want to give anybody or any social media that you want to give out so people can know who you are? Any social media, any advice that you want to tell anybody, people listening? Um, just come try the hot dog cafe. 
All right, there you guys have it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Till next time, this is Cross the Line Podcast. Thank you for listening.